But that's why I never did a Russian bride again because that shit is just painful. Oh, we start in the podcast then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> We're rolling. <laughs> just wanted to finish my point. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another edition of Dylan and Sebastian Have a Simpsons podcast, which is myself and Bastian's first step towards our global franchise conglomerate. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, excellent. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so today we'll be reviewing Burger Kings, which is the 18th episode of the 32nd season, the 702nd episode overall. Correct, you are. Yeah, are we going to just jump into it? Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I suppose um, we, we can address, you can probably hear the audio difference. Uh, Sebastian's in the room today. Yeah, yeah second... I'm actually here, not not over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the... our second podcast, but our first one in the room, so it kind of feels like a, a, another pilot, so to speak. It's It helps so much, like, seeing you in person, because yeah. wait, I just can't do the... I can do the online thing, but it's just not It's same. different, yeah, the yeah, connection. it's different. The dynamic isn't the same, like, for sure. <laughs> and he definitely is in the room. I'm not making it up like the thing I was talking about last week. We just got better mics and no, we're no. pretending to be in the room <laughs> together, but I'm actually in Spain and you you're in Sweden. You can't get this Sweden. Good quality audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's people being in the room together. But yeah, jumping into it, we have a cow shag in this one. We actually didn't get anything in the last episode. I didn't even copy that. We didn't have a chalkboard or... A couch gag. But we have a couch gag in this one. Uh, a very weird one. Uh, Homer's face gets um, whittled into a potato. And then a potato, like, <clears throat> forms ink that plants the family's faces yeah. onto a piece of paper. No, I was going to say that it's, it's weird, but it was cool. It was fantastic. I, I hadn't seen one like that before. Yeah. So. And then it concludes with a pocket knife of the family on the couch. <laughs> um, do you know who made this couch gag? Do tell. Uh, it was a Swedish lady named Katrin von Niederhausen. Um, are you, are you know it's the thing that they get, they get like animators and creatives and stuff who don't work on the show sometimes to do couch gags. They, they've been doing that a lot the past couple of years. Right. Uh, but yeah, this lady, I looked her up on YouTube, but she'd done a video I, I had actually seen before where it's like, this is a clip from a Simpsons episode where Homer's like trying out all these different foods in uh, New Orleans. And it's like her doing a shot for shot remake of that scene with her trying the real foods, basically. Right. But that video must have caught their attention. So they obviously got her to do this couch gag. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's loads. Have you not seen any like the weird couch gags that are out there? There is so many fantastic ones. I mean, actually, I'm sure you've seen the I whole revolution one. That one's yeah. Infamous. Well, as you know, I haven't yeah. seen the the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. But I thought maybe like but there's there's some memorable ones. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. At watching Simpsons recently, I've been skipping intro. You've been skipping intro. Been skipping Smash, intro. You're supposed to watch the whole episode. <laughs> so, so you didn't watch this couch gag? No, I, I for this one I did, but. But um, I remember the last episode didn't, because it just had that opening. It literally then, just went straight to yeah, the title, so you didn't really... Uh, they, just, they, they just do that when, when the episode has, you know, too much in it. They don't yeah. have time for a couch gag, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this one did. Anyway, jumping into the plot, um, a moon sings about the, the fat cat that no one likes, uh, Mr. Burns, who's sleeping alone tonight. So this, this moon comes back over the course of the episode so I had to like look up did you have any idea who this moon it's, was? Uh, the, 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 the moon man yeah uh, the, he was in like a McDonald's ad no? Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't know any of this that's all I know him from I didn't is he like an iconic singer? Or... no not at all no. Um, I didn't know any of this so <laughs> his name is uh, Mac Tonight and he was used as a, as a marketing campaign for McDonald's in the 80s to promote that they were staying open for longer hours. I see, okay. Yeah. That's, that's probably where I saw it, yeah. Yeah, and the song that he sings, so the character's name is Mac Tonight, and the song that he sings is a parody of a song by Bobby Darren called Mac the Knife. Okay. So basically all the songs in this episode are a parody of a parody. 
sweet. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, more weird facts about Mac tonight. Um, the guy who played like the body of him is Doug Jones, who is like the tall guy who is always in Guillermo del Toro films. Oh, okay. Like he's the the sea monster yeah. in Shape of Water, and he's the iconic eye thing in Pan's Labyrinth and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. It was his fourth ever Hollywood gig. And then he was voiced by some random voice actor named uh, Roger Bear, who very little information about him on IMDb, but he voiced Mac tonight, so good for him. That's but cool. I, I just had to look it up because I was like, what the hell is this a reference to? Um, but um, yeah, and he also appears on, Mr. Burns appears on a magazine for Forbes 100 Most Evil, Pe- Most Evil People Over 100 in his dream. Um, but he wakes up to a chef serving him a single raisin with the wrinkles ironed out, uh, but it's too sharp and could... Uh, tear him to ribbons so he releases the hounds on the chef <laughs> he runs off and he does the most french thing you can do oh you need a wine pairing cabernet to bring out my earthiness <laughs> i always thought the details of mr burns just being so old that the wrinkles of a raisin could kill him just ridiculous <laughs> details like yeah. that <laughs> But um, he needs sustenance because he wouldn't have those raisins. And back in the power plant now, he takes Homer's burger that he chose as a dressing for the salad (laughs) marriage made him. (laughs) And uh, after one bite, Burns falls in love and has a Titanic-style journey with the burger in his head. It's like him painting the burger. and The the analysis of the burger, like ketchup. (laughs) Oh, yeah, ketchup. (laughs) His weird descriptions of the sauce. He's such an old man. Um... But uh, he's actually becoming obsessed with burgles and he, burgers, burgles, and he triples. <laughs> burgles. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a stroke. Um, he triples his weight to forty-two pounds. Um, he goes into cardiac arrest and begs, <laughs> begs Smithers to fire someone and let him watch, preferably someone who just bought a house. And he falls to the floor. And he goes to take a, a bite of the burger. Yeah, and then. He comes diving in like a bullet's gun to shoot <laughs> yeah. him. It just makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but um, Smithers wakes up in the hospital. Burns is fine now, uh, but can no longer eat burgers again. <laughs> Finding out he almost died, we see a happy mob outside the hospital who turn miserable <laughs> when they find out that he's okay. And the guy goes to shoot himself. You want to shoot himself? Yeah, <laughs> just because he's still alive. <laughs> so fucking dark. That's how much this guy's hated. I, know, I love it. <laughs> but um, Burns sees no point in living if anyone wants him dead. Uh, but Smithers proposes a plant-based burger manufactured manufactured by Frank that's healthy, will make him live longer, he can eat as many as he wants and uh, sell them as profit. And he comes out, with, Frank comes out with like a robot who serves like the and plant-based a, burger. a questionable moment with the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that's what I was about to say. He gives Burns the burger and it's delicious. And the robot hugs Frank. And Frank's like, uh, oh no, not for the people. Uh, I told you this. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, but Burns, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah, go on. No, no, and uh, I noticed the, uh, the Grinch smile. Yeah, he forms a Grinch smile, yeah, like, (laughs) so good, of, like, the the evil that he can plot by (laughs) selling this burger. But he embraces and is joyful in the idea of being uh, remembered for something other than doubling the radiation in water. (laughs) And he, like, cries at the thought of it, and you can see his tears, like, green. (laughs) Uh, And he's confident that the guy who will help people to live longer can't not be loved. (laughs) So he ends up titling the burger, Excellent, of course. And uh, unveils it, unveils it uh, at 
some place and uh, randomly selects Lisa to try the new burger. You know, it's randomly selects one of the main characters. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she warns Burns that she's had every plant-based meat there is and it's hard to impress her, including phony bologna, not versed, corned beets on rye and ghost beef. <laughs> uh, you're a vegetarian. Is it? Yeah, no. You have a lot of experience. Of, yeah, yeah. You've I, tried like, loads of different yeah, yeah. substitutes. I've, I've, I completely connected with Lisa when she said that because... I'm the person that's really judgmental about the new the new fake meats and the new like fake burgers and yeah. stuff, you know, like mm. um but I've been impressed by a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it's really impressive. I'm not a vegetarian, but I've had a few just out of curiosity. It's really cool, like when they do taste like meat, it actually yeah. is insane. I think the McPlant is I know I haven't had a lot, but I think the McPlant is the best example I've had. Right. Gotta give credit yeah, to them, like enough. it really does taste like a burger. I would say the the honest burger oh sure burger? yeah no i haven't they're, no they're, sorry um, i've been to honest burger but i haven't but had yeah their regular it's insane it's like it almost tastes like it's bleeding oh like, it, like it's, it's it's that real way it's like it's got that sense of like oh it's actually like there's juices it's medium rare you know? wow it's a thing homer says later on like it tastes like it was scared to die <laughs> that's what you want <laughs> but um she tastes the burger and she loves it and her taste buds are convinced it's meat uh, she thanks Burns as the fact he made a burger wherein an animal didn't have to pass gas for it to be made uh, could save the world. And Homer tries the burger and thanks Burns for being delicious. Bart thanks him for letting him skip the queue and Marriage <laughs> thanks him for letting for, for letting her not have to cook so she can finally teach Maggie how to talk. And Maggie is, is Maggie. Maggie is Maggie. She, she joins in. She shows up, yeah. She joins in the hope. But they're all hugging Mr. Burns and he's just like, feels so much joy in like, being loved for once. Um, but they now need a mascot and Homer gives them his carriage it's just clearly his own handwriting saying Homer Simpson slob yeah. and it's actually Ned Flanders Leptorium uh, is crossed out yeah exactly <laughs> which makes sense because I'm not sure if you know but the Leptorium's closed down now there you go yeah yeah, yeah. Fun, fun fact yeah, I'm it's educating. not Dylan Simpson's fact of the week no it's, it's just a little one you'll, you'll get random facts throughout always because I have an encyclopedic <laughs> Simpsons mind um, but I suppose to fill you in on the canon um, the auditorium shut down and you know the voice actress who voiced Edna Krabappel she died okay you didn't know that okay so Ned Flanders is now the teacher is now back to teacher right okay yeah yeah it's just, just to keep you updated but it made sense he would like just steal Latorium characters they're not being used anymore uh, but, but Homer nods and then Burns nods this is my favorite part of the whole episode when like he hands him the card Homer nods and Burns nods and Smithers nods and Mr. Burns is like Smithers keep your nods to yourself yes sir Cuts like they're filming the commercial. Homer's like dressed as a construction worker on like a crane, um, but he's like actually above ground. He's like, I don't understand why I need to be off ground if there's a green screen. <laughs> but Burns says they need a feeling of death, and he's and like, he's got that that script of uh, the different ways he can say words. Yeah, yeah. The only things that he can say about the burger, basically, and it's like a contract he has to sign, and all he can say about it is, uh, "Yes, vegan." I guarantee it. Absolute lettuce and meat beater. Um, Just terrible. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. But Homer is immediately impressed. He's like, so impressed that they all have two meanings. <laughs> I also love this moment. He's like, I'd love to be a fly in the wall at those meetings. It's like, it's just like the ad, ad execs like pitching different phrases and it zooms in. He's actually a fly on the wall. And, and then all the, all the other flies come and he's like, 
The little Baron Lisa flies, yeah. I've got to put these kids through garbage. <laughs> Such a ridiculous line. Terrible joke, but so funny. <laughs> so funny. It's <laughs> just so stupid. We, we did not need that scene at all, and that's what made it brilliant. Yeah. It was so unnecessary. Uh, but yeah, he advertises the burger with the phrase I just said. Uh, it tastes like it was scared to die. And we uh, cut out to Marge watching that commercial on TV, and um, she tries to order Homer XXL uh, pants because he's getting fatter than me all those burgers. <laughs> Uh, but Alexa mishears it as excellent stock. So she's... So, yeah, sorry? Before you continue, yeah. something scary happened last night oh, when no. I was watching this episode. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, the hell? It's not that scary. <laughs> I have an Alexa in my room. Oh, right, right, yeah. When Marge said Alexa... Yeah, that makes sense. The Alexa... Heard it. ...spoke back. It yeah. just did the... Sorry, I... Yeah, it just freaked me out because I wasn't expecting the Alexa, and it was on the high volume as well. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, sure, jumped off your seat. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair enough. I was going to say she started having a conversation with marriage or something like that would have been super creepy. Oh my god, I I wonder (laughs) we could do that. Probably, like obviously it's a human voice, like so she could hear it, but yeah, obviously not not that time. But um, yeah, she ends up buying excellent stock accidentally, and she experiences like the roller coaster of her stock going up and down. And she then switches Alexa to Siri as it hears everything wrong, then questions that Siri is still Alexa, and Alexa just, like, blasts her hair with lasers. <laughs> it's a funny little bit. Um, but uh, she tears up as they're ahead $1,000, which they had never been, and we cut to the news. Uh, Ken Brockman is reporting on uh, the Burger Wars, pissed off that they can they can afford those flashy graphics, but they can't give him a raise. <laughs> but it's just, like, uh, a quick visual of, like, all these burgers... Like going to war against each other. Um, another quick, great Kemp Brockman moment that I forgot is when he's reporting on the vegan burger and it's like a news flash of like there was a flood in the Springfield Dam. Oh, yeah. like, oh we'll get the sad news report on that. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like a guy getting flooded. And it's like, uh, great, uh, a very, very good man. Great parking spot, too. <laughs> <laughs> just such an immoral guy. Um, but uh, the news report is about like uh, Krusty being in debt because of how well Burns' burger is doing. And uh, just within a day, <laughs> within a day, yeah, this, this burger has skyrocketed so much that um, Kirsty Burger is bankrupt. Um, so they are advertising for an LGBTQ burger for Pride Month, piggybacking off Burger King changing its name to Burger Queer for the month. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I loved the, I loved Kirsty doing this because it just spoke volumes of like what actually happens in real life. I know, like, I know. Any excuse to make money, like, <laughs> the sign as well just saying, proudly, four ninety nine. <laughs> but then, Sideshow Mel tells Krusty that he's pathetic, his burger stinks, and uh, he has more ex-wives than he does franchises. <laughs> and then Krusty's like, what happened to the Mel who kissed ass to save his shadow? <laughs> he joined the support group with him, Mr. Teeny, and the cue card guy. <laughs> the cue card guy just has like, no, it's just saying, you suck, Krusty. And the final one just, we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that where they cut to a commercial? It's on TV. Just a pan- oh, it, right before that, it, it's oh, okay. like Bart's upset that his hero um, has fallen so much. And Lisa says like, you know, it, it's okay. It shouldn't matter because Burns is doing really really good things uh, but she becomes weary when she sees like uh, a sign that says healthy diet coming soon changing to die soon and, like mm. Burns' eyes turn red and that's the commercial yeah, at the end of that one and in that too they missed they missed a, a trick there a trick yeah what was they, that they could have got the, the, the cue card guy to they could have like zoomed in on the we'll be right back and that's when they did the break oh sure that would have been fantastic yeah that, that would have been a hire better me. time yeah yeah <laughs> hire Sebastian Simpson's writers not me <laughs> <laughs> not the guy that actually knows everything about it and you know yeah. <laughs> watches his whole life 
<laughs> I'd be so pissed. Just hire me for one random moment on I'd, the podcast. One random moment. I'd be so pissed that this podcast caught their attention. They hired you and not me. I think they would despite you now. I'd see. <laughs> I don't know what case I'd have against them, but I see. Fair. fair. <laughs> but that would that would have been way better. Though. You're there right. If, if they cut to him, then with the, we'll be right back. It would have been way better. Missed opportunity, guys. But um, yeah, uh, he leaves his mansion and uh, embraces Mr. Burns. Obviously, embraces his adoring fans, and immediately is like. Disperse them before we get back. Rubber bullets, if necessary. It's so wonderful to be be liked. Finally, I can join the club that rejected me so many times. Welcome, welcome. All the other beloved billionaires are here. There's Warren Buffett, there's Bill Gates, and that's it. Mark Zuckerberg, you get out of here. You can't threaten me. I know all about you. You're currently single. You haven't been poked in five years. And I love those pictures from your vacation to Baja, where we both know your boyfriend dumped you. Those were set to private. Right. (laughs) Private. I think I know what Burns is up to. His so-called vegan burgers contained, wait for it. Are you waiting? Uh Uh-huh. Here it is. Meat. <gasps> what are you saying? All this time I've been eating meat? Ah! Ew! Ah! Ah! Oh! Ah! oh no! That's why I grew an inch. Just a theory. Do you believe that? No. I just wanted the rest of your burger. See what's inside. Nerd. Uh-huh. Yep, just as I thought. He's using plants. Oh crap. Not meat. Burns is doing the right thing. This is kind of scary. Like putting on a wet bathing suit. Wait a minute. Those plants look unusual. (gasps) They're all endangered plants from the Amazon rainforest. We have to tell Burns. He already knows. He's evil. No. I refuse to believe that someone can't change for the better, even though I can't think of a single example of that ever happening. And he joins the beloved billionaires club. Oh. <laughs> which also features, features Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and that's it. <laughs> I did not so know true. how this scene was going to play out when Mark Zuckerberg got introduced. Yeah. I was like, what are they going to do? I know they're going to mention something, but I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah Mark Zuckerberg uh, shows up and tries to break in, telling the receptionist that she hasn't been poked in five years and her boyfriend broke <laughs> up with her on their trip to Tulsa. No one's been poked in five years. I know, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, is it poke even, can you even do it anymore? Mark Zuckerberg definitely pokes, still. Oh, Jesus, imagine. He's a married man with kids, <laughs> but he's still poking people. <laughs> hey, it was never intended for flirtatious purposes. That's true, that's true. That's <laughs> what we did. <laughs> but, um, 
<laughs> yeah, she's like, they were set to private. And he's like, yeah, private. <laughs> and he gets mauled by a bear. And I thought it's a great way to include this little bitch, like a notification of Mark Zuckerberg poked by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But can you actually do poking anymore? Just, you, I think you can. It's physically possible, okay. Yeah, because I remember a few years back, someone brought it back. The whole poking. Oh, thing okay, okay. <laughs> so you can do it. I can randomly poke someone who I don't talk to anymore. Just yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> Have you ever done that See thing where you uh, you make a group chat with you yeah. yourself? Uh, yeah. and two friends but they don't know each other and then leave the group chat <laughs> no I haven't done that <laughs> it's funny you should try sometime I'd rather stay in the group chat and just see what conversations unravel <laughs> yeah <fair>. <laughs> <laughs> why would you leave <laughs> that is funny though I'll, I'll do that sometime <laughs> I like trolling people <laughs> but uh, Lisa Barrett and Middlehouse investigate the killing floor of um, excellent burgers finding out that it really is plants um, because actually Lisa wasn't but Barrett was suspicious that and he was actually using plants to make these burgers. And uh, they look in and see the plants being made. <laughs> also, great line from Millhouse. Just, this looks dangerous, like putting on a wet bathing suit. <laughs> Which I totally related to. <laughs> it is a horrible, horrible thing, mm. putting on a wet bathing suit. Of course, Nelson arrives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, great timing. What does he do again? He just punches him? Yeah, I don't have a note for that. Nerd. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah just literally just nerd. Punches him to the stomach. And we see Javier Bardem's character in No Country for yeah, All Men. Yeah, I love that. Bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just taking out all of the plants. And then he sees one little plant and, like, blocks its view while killing, uh, presumably, its parent. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> really funny. And uh, they find out that um, they're all endangered plants from the Amazon rainforest. That which Lisa says um, they must warn Burns, even though Bart is certain he already knows. <laughs> which Lisa's like, also brilliant line. I refuse to believe people don't change for the better, even though I can't think of one example of that happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so she tries to warn Burns, going to his mansion, um, and uh, he walks away, like really slowly, trying to get away from her. Uh, he goes to his car, but it's out of gas. <laughs> and she just like appears, like Mr. Burns. <laughs> he unleashes the hounds on her, and she's like, "You mean these hounds? The hounds yeah. like her because you know she's a, a tree hugger. Yeah, all animals love her." <laughs> but he tells her he's not going to listen to her and has advanced technology to ensure that. Just puts on. You know, headphones that wouldn't cost anything. Yeah. <laughs> you anticipated just, just like not not even headphones, like just those like ear warmer. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Are you expecting to take out like something like really advanced because he's rich? It's like it's just something that we could all afford. <laughs> but um, he tries to talk to Marge about at least it does about this but she's only concerned about um, making more money of course <laughs> that weird visual of her like with dollar signs like more money for much <laughs> dollar signs oh, yeah. coming out of her mouth <laughs> it's kind of disturbing <laughs> it's really weird because yeah. like Marge has never been like she's always been pretty decent at like not becoming corrupt anyway like, yeah we have had stuff before like her becoming addicted to gambling yeah. So kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's like this. This is is in her somehow. She's obsessed with money, which makes sense. She's obviously so concerned about her kids and her family and yeah. stuff like that. That it would make sense that her being financially stable is something that she can get addicted to. You know, she we also see her watching a little commercial of like this guy advising like, you buy a lot of stock and then sell it to somebody else and run away from it, which is important. Something happens later. <laughs> just mentioning that. Um, I just love that little visual just more money for Matt <laughs> she runs away like Lisa and then goes to Homer about it and says um, Homer says that she needs to listen to the white and withered old hands that feed her <laughs> and uh, she's like how how could you sleep at night she storms off from him he's like I sleep just fine little lady 
and caught them having a bad dream. <laughs> it's a nightmare where he's visited by all the major fast food franchises, yeah. uh, fast food franchises like mascots. And for some reason, um, come with me and you'll be. Oh, yeah, yeah. is like playing in the background. And yeah, quite a disturbing Wendy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> this is what happened to me from only eating my food. Yeah. It's, just, it's like a wig. It's just horrible, like patchy bald head. <laughs> and uh, the moon pops up again and sings a homer about how he's a sellout and that he won't let him sleep tonight. You're a spokesman for a franchise that's clear cutting left and right. You have sold out all your values. I won't let you sleep tonight. Kevin Michael Richardson doing the voice of this moon as well. He just has a golden, yeah. like, smooth caramel singing voice. Um, but um, he ends up attacking Homer with music notes and then um, he, he wakes up like he knows what he has to do now. So we cut to, like, some sort of launch event. I'm not really sure what this was because they already launched a burger. So why are we having a launch event? <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. Actually, yeah, I didn't even that, think about it. Yeah, it just like, sort of makes sense. You just go with it. You just go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was some sort of event for the burger, anyway. Um, but Bird is confused by people veering their teeth at him, and Spinners informs him that they're smiling. <laughs> He's like, uh, just a reminder: in order to be good, must I continue doing good? Like, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> just, just check. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they remind Homer he's about to go out because he's the, the mascot. Uh, he reminds him of his non-disclosure agreement and how he can't make any any obscene motions with his hands or crotch, <laughs> <laughs> which he looks disappointed by. But he goes out and he's taking questions from the audience. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, yes, you little girl with a mustache. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa dresses like a, a reporter. And uh, she, she asks questions like, uh, oh, could excellent burger, like, um, destroy the world and he's like absolutely <laughs> and are they making plants in, from the Amazon rainforest to which he says what's the other one oh I I, I guarantee it yeah. so he's like using legal loopholes yeah. as loopholes as, as a way to reveal and, like what Burns is doing I'll be honest you know when the guy in the crowd comes out and he's like he's using legal loopholes to yeah, yeah, I yeah. actually didn't like that really because I thought it's like obviously it's, food it's feeding, explaining guess, the joke yeah. but yeah I just thought there was no need for that. Yeah. And it wasn't very funny. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I like the... Don't get me wrong, I thought the episode was fantastic, but that mm. bit, yeah, I just didn't like that bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I wouldn't say it was a fantastic episode, I thought it was fine. Oh, I actually really enjoyed really? it. Really? We'll oh. get to that. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to that at the very end, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I didn't question it, but I know what you mean. Like, in hindsight, it was definitely spoon-feeding. Yeah. Like, I definitely... Like, clearly, you didn't need that spoon-feeding, I guess. Maybe some people might have... Mm-hmm. Like to, to understand exactly what he was doing, but yeah, it was definitely just very obvious spoon feeding. It definitely wasn't a funny line, um, but um, yeah. So obviously, the everyone's against excellent burger now, and uh, Burns wins the way. He, or sorry, Krusty wins the way he always does by doing nothing. Yeah, Bart appears like that's my hero, <laughs> and um, oh, and, and about Krusty, mm. I actually I really did feel bad for him. Really, I actually felt what Bart felt because it, that's my hero. He was so pathetic. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be sad to see, like something that you admire, like have such a fall from grace. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, and, and, and Krusty's like, you know, always will be. Like, always will be your hero. And he's like, round up the donkeys. And we're back in the burger <laughs> yeah, business. <laughs> so good. And uh, Smithers is driving away. In, oh, this in, was my okay. favorite scene in the episode, this I think. This is so good, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, um, for, for, for once in his life, this man really needs you to look at him. And he rolls down like the divider and uh, Burns is smiling. <laughs> he's like, oh, sir, you're smiling. <laughs> and he's happy to have lost his sense of morality. And I love that. No, but why I love that is his sense of morality is still absolutely <laughs> so evil. flawed. He's yeah. still destroying the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> oh, I gave morality a shot. Yeah, it's just because it was a plant based burger. And he was, in his head, he was trying to do yeah. good. <laughs> but he was still absolutely evil. Probably just as evil as other things he does. Oh, 100%. <laughs> he's done so much horrible things. I love that. That's moral to him. Yeah, it wasn't in the day. Decide to go do again, or they want to go to a blind school and convince them that aliens have landed yeah. <laughs> just to brighten his just day. Cheer him up. <laughs> I love Mr. Burns as a character so much though because they never sacrifice, like, whenever there's a moment where it's like it seems like he might be a good person, they throw right back at us yeah. being like, no, he's just a genuinely forward person. Oh, we haven't spoken about that scene earlier on with his mum. Oh, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And you a picture of us two hugging because it's when they will hug him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's mm. like, I don't like art that lies and throws it in the fire. <laughs> yeah. By the way, your father's died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tragic. <laughs> so horrible. Yeah, that's why he's like not used to being hugged. Yeah, yeah. it comes when, when, when the family's hugging him. You're right. A little, little insight into his family history. <laughs> so horrible. But, um,. Yeah, we also it also reveals because of that commercial and marriage wash that she sold her stock um very last minute fearing that it would crash and uh, she keeps one hundred dollars for herself and she like doesn't tell the family she's yeah. like oh I'm, no I don't have any money <laughs> I like Marge's um side story I yeah like, yeah, she yeah. Got a her, her small little arc yeah. it was a really small side it was like I would say a C plot like we don't get very much of it but yeah I, I like what we had everyone's in everyone's story was like. Yeah, like they won, but it just means it's back to normal. Whereas Marge mm-hmm. is like, she won. And she's, that's true. She actually had like, proper payoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And it's not something we had to go back into because she's not telling the family. It's like she's just going to be buying things for herself. Yeah. Like, she deserves it. <laughs> and uh, the episode concludes with the moon once again singing to Homer. You listen to your conscience and now you're feeling fine. Singing Cause you drank Two dollar wine It's so weird that like Homer had two dreams about this moon And Mr. Burns had one Yeah, was, like, They both had a dream about Mac tonight <laughs> The McDonald's mascot from the 80s <laughs> But yeah he's singing the song To Homer about how his His conscience won and he's doing fine And he's dreaming of him singing Cause he drank two dollar wine <laughs> I feel like I can relate to because cheap wine, it hits different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when you just want to get pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're better off going for like Aldi's yeah. finest. Look, the box, the box wine. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Drinking it from the box just I to be like a proper I've, slob. I've had some some nights on on box wine. Oh, me too. And I've had some nights I can't remember. On. Well, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really had box wine. It mainly just Aldi's finest. This is what we always called it back in college. Where you spend like four euro on like just two bottles of wine and it's great (laughs) um but yeah that concludes the episode um yeah you want to give your like uh 
Yeah. Final song no, of the episode first. Um, I, clearly you didn't like it as much as me, even though you liked it. Um, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, I really liked it's it. Fine. It gave. It definitely was like a a more. It felt like an old school Simpsons. Yeah, it, it yeah, with, like, I feel you. Yeah. In like, comparison to definitely. Yeah, yeah it was sure. definitely gagging in it. And I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, it made me just realise how great of a character Mr. Burns is. He's fantastic. Just we all knew it, but it just—it's so nice to have them them episodes in a season that just dedicate themselves to Mr. Burns. He's such a golden character, and like it really speaks to the writers, like how they, you know, thirty-two years later are still making great storylines for him of just like him being this incredibly yeah. flawed individual. He's such a great character too. I remember um watching interview, interview before of Joe Conan O'Brien. Yeah, you know he was writing the show. It's like it was always like he was always their favorite character to write for because you can do anything with him mm-hmm. because he has no morals and he's a billionaire so he can yeah do and he's anything. had his whole life so you can choose any sort of backstory yeah to, yeah, yeah exactly because when we meet him in the show he's like well his age changes all the time like in this episode it said he's over a hundred but you know he's he's at least eighty plus so there's he's a like, whole life there beforehand he's unrealistic. But realistic at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah. There are billionaires like this. A hundred percent. It's like how weird he is. You know, he has weird, like, uh, you know, sexual like <laughs> tendencies. Yeah, for sure. And like, just the way he thinks of the world and stuff like that is so flawed. Also, the way he speaks is brilliant. Like when he's describing the the, the sauces and stuff like that. I love this his weird little words. Like, yeah, it's like he speaks like he's from the nineteen thirties. Sometimes it's crazy that a character so evil, you still have moments where you kind of feel bad. I love him. Mr. Burns. Yeah, he's you one of my favorite fictional characters ever. You know, especially it's... because of like his childhood, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You do such a complete character. He has such an arc that's yeah. yet to be complete because there's so much to them there's still so much you can do with them 100% but yeah continue what you were saying your feelings towards the episode no yeah um, I really enjoyed it mm. uh, I thought it did a really good job of like giving you that old school feel yeah but also being current with things like Alexa and vegan burgers and that's a good point actually it, it's yeah. such like current conversation topics mm. um, and I think they tackled it really well that's a really good point because I definitely think sometimes not all the time but sometimes when the show tackles um, real life issues or real life events it can feel a bit like they just did to be relevant like but, in the last episode with the two gangsters at the bar um, I'd love to what was it they said oh, I'd love to ask for her I pronouns I sort of cringed a little bit really I, like, <laughs> I thought that was funny it, it felt like it was it, it felt like something something an old person would think yeah i feel yeah i mean they're all writers in their 40s plus like (laughs) but i get you but but i definitely i definitely agree with you there was nothing it didn't feel forced like you know the alexa bit or addressing like you know like vegan uh foods and stuff like that it it all felt relevant like they knew what they were talking about yeah absolutely Mm. um and i'd probably give it 7.5 out of 10 cool every rate the episodes i really liked it yeah. Um, I guess we might as we well. Did I've just done one, it yeah. now, so... Yeah, that's fair. We did in the last one. I've always kind of liked how the, the critics I watch don't write things. I see, I see. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you can just... You know what I mean? I don't know, like, Mark Caramel doesn't rate. Jeremy Jans doesn't rate. I don't, I don't know why. I, I like I that. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. What would you rate? Since you gave a rating, I'll give, I'll, I'll give a rating too. But um, I'll, I'll give my own song of the episode first. I thought yeah, it was a very oh. fun episode. With, like, it was just gag and then Like, it was gag, gag, gag. Which is always, like, makes for an enjoyable viewing. Um, however, it did have a constant feeling of going through the motions for me and just being a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it, um, what the hell is my writing saying here? 
Oh, it, it, it didn't add anything we haven't seen before in terms of like Burns trying to do good and leading him doing more evil and Lisa fighting for the environment. But I definitely thought it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to rate it, I'd probably get a seven out of ten. That's like reasonable, yeah, reasonable score. Yeah, perfectly that's, that's passable, good. very enjoyable episode. It's, it's one you could put on TV and you would just have fun watching it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I, I think it anyone, wasn't anything special. Anyone could watch the episode as well. It wasn't like a. There was no like target audience for this episode. It was like, totally it didn't require context or anything no. like that. Yeah, no, very enjoyable. Um, definitely, like why, why, why this episode would have felt different to you to the, the last one we reviewed is so there's two showrunners on the show, Matt Selman and Al Jean. Mm-hmm. Al Jean's been working on the show since the very beginning, so I think the episodes that he showruns, which is this one, have more of like a feel of like the classic Simpsons feel. That makes sense. Whereas Matt Selman is like a newbie yeah and his episodes are always a bit like trying to experiment with the formula like Uncle Femmes was which which you know what I mean? is, is also really good yeah yeah I and love it it's great that they've got two people with different ways of, of making the exactly. show exactly I love it because it gives you such a mixed bag like a mixed cocktail for every season because you get some episodes that have that classic Simpsons feel mm. and other episodes that are, are are trying to push the boundary a bit more Basically, you know what I mean? Like, there's an episode I haven't seen it yet, but in the 32nd, sorry, this is 32nd season, in the 33rd season that Matt Selman did, it's a two-parter, and it's like a parody and homage to Fargo? Oh, yeah. Sweet. So, like, he does, That's like, exciting. yeah, I look forward to getting to that. But he does episodes like that, you know, that are really pushing the boundary of, like, something Simpsons haven't done before. Whereas, yeah, I, I, I just like the mixed bag of it. But, um, yeah, I guess that's everything else we have to say about the episode. Unless you have anything to add. Well, actually, that 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 makes me think you might we might as well rate the last episode. Yeah, because we didn't. Just, yeah, just yeah. I feel like we definitely have a very different rating. Uncut Fems for me. Yeah. Six. Really. Six. Yeah. Like, which is is fine. It's still good. Mm. Just six. Fair enough. Yeah. I had a rating prepared, but I didn't give it in the last episode just because you didn't give one. I gave it a nine. Wow. Which you could tell from my. No, I know you liked how it. I, I spoke about the episode. I loved it. It's definitely at least in my top three. Because I've seen every episode of The Simpsons, like, oh, it's always like a breath of fresh air to see one that is so different. Top that one three. Of the, of the season. Oof, I was going to say. The whole show. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd have to look at every episode once we're done reviewing it. But, um, yeah, if I was to, in my head right now, I would definitely say it's in my top three for sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But, um,. Oh yeah, just one little bit before we finish the episode because I've got to mention this one as well. When they're like popping the champagne to celebrate. Oh, the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one little bubble gets into Mr. Burns and he like levitates up to the ground and uh, Smithers gets something to... To like bring him down. Bring yeah. him down, yeah. And uh, he's like, I think I think you've had enough, sir. He's like, I'm going to sleep it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like some little details like that, like he's so old and he has like literally no weight he weighs nothing yeah, he, so his tolerance is is nothing like a balloon yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah getting to my news live from london city well a little bit outside of london city it's simpsons news just one piece of news this week uh, the weekend is confirmed to guest star in an upcoming episode entitled Bart the Cool Kid, in which he will play a pro skater that Bart gets obsessed with that Homer uh, leads a dad rebellion against. That things sound kind of cool. Commenting wow. on the yeah, commenting on the guest role, the weekend referred to it as a bucket list item for him, and that he has a really cool idea for an episode if they're down. I think it sounds cool. Yeah. I re- I really like the weekend as a creative. I think he could do a cool Simpsons episode yeah, if they let him. They're trying to be current. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why not? I like that he's not playing himself in it as well. I always admire that that he's playing a yeah. a pro skater. I was like when they 
put the guest star into the episode rather than building an episode around the it's, guest star. I guess it's too obvious. It's way too yeah. obvious. Yeah, it's like okay, it's one of the biggest odds who's current currently. And yeah, let's do an episode where the Simpsons yeah. beat the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a really cool creator. Like, have you listened to his latest album? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I saw it got really good reviews. I haven't mm. listened to it. He has this one great bit. I don't know what it's called. I think it's Jim's Rhapsody. It's Jim something anyway. And it's Jim Carrey mm. just like doing a monologue that The Weeknd obviously wrote. And then The Weeknd is like doing a track over it. It's so good. If you want to listen to anything in that album, listen to yeah. Jim's whatever. Well, of course. It's the last track on the that. album. Yeah. No, I know. Of course I did. But it's actually really beautiful. Like I love Jim Carrey and I'm definitely biased for Jim Carrey. But it's also really beautiful and stunningly written. And any, any more well news performed by him. Um, no, that's the last piece of news of like, you know, right. up-to-date Simpsons news. But yes, I do have my facts of the week for you as well. I have another segment idea oh, yeah. before you do your fact. Yeah, like, go which for you it. you could do after. Yeah. We need to get a segment for me, but I guess... <laughs> I know, yeah. That's, I was about to say, it's, it's another you're giving me a, around a you. third segment. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's uh, Dylan's Simpsons impression of the week. Oh, okay. Which is a random character and try and do your best impression of them. Because you're quite good Thank your you. impressions. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just do I, I like that idea I'll, I'll just like do a quote from a character every week I guess that's yeah. kind of fun um, so I'll let you do your fact first and then you can come back to the to the, to the character yeah well I mean I, if this is actually a segment I'm doing I'll just do homework today but uh, yeah I'll do I'll do oh, my boy. fact it's a good one to start on I'll do my fact of the week first some Simpsons fans listening to this might already know all the trivia I'm giving Sebastian, but you know, it's fun ones to throw it in. So, yeah, this week's fact of the week uh, Nancy Cartwright, who voices Bart, and Yarley Smith, who voices Lisa, originally auditioned for the opposite roles. Uh, mm-hmm. They both asked if they could try out the other character as they both felt more connected to them. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. And I guess we'll never know what it could have been like, but. That's really what they worked out really well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, I feel educated. Yeah, Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. There you go. It's interesting because Yari Smith's voice is literally Lisa's voice. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little higher, but like it's not much of a switchover. So I, I, I've never heard her do a voice that doesn't sound like Lisa. I don't think she's she's very good as Lisa. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think she's much of a voice. No, she doesn't have a lot of range. Like so, I feel like her voice would have just been Bart's voice. If you know what I mean, that's what she would have auditioned yeah. for. Yeah. Really strange. But Matt Groening also said, like, the moment that NC Cartwright read as Bart, she knew that, that he knew that she would be Bart. I, 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 think, I think the line was, like, I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? And he was just like, that's perfect. Classic. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but yeah, okay, I'll do my impression. Just Homer Simpson. All right. oh, every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. That was fantastic. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you very Round of applause from me there. Like, round of applause for you. Maybe in the edit you could put in a, a, round, a round of applause. Or... Yeah, I'll, I'll take a little bell. Little, Thank you, my adoring fans. little jingle for Dylan's Simpsons impression of the week. You I'll definitely do jingle. something. Yeah, some, some theme music. <laughs> Dylan's, you could have... Um... I have two segments now to do some, a new thing for. I'm not going to talk about this now. I feel like these ideas can, can come after the... After oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're pitching yeah. something to be on the podcast. No, why not? Let's get the audience involved. In two weeks' time, I'll have like 20 segments. <laughs> I've just got like one. <laughs> Seb's rating the Simpsons segment of the week. What do you rate the episode, Seb? Oh, 7.5. <laughs> Brilliant. That's it. You have a whole Any reason started. why? Uh, I really enjoyed it. He <laughs> says no, <laughs> no substance to it. I'm, I'm not doing like musical songs. I have dancers with me for some reason, even though it's a podcast. <laughs> There's way too much shit going on. Um, 
But um, yeah, what? The ADLs? No, no, we're doing a different podcast later. That's why I was like, what are these notes for? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's it wrapped up. That's pretty yeah. much all she wrote. Oh my god, I finished so quickly. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? I mean, short we and sweet. Flew through once again. I think again. we we pretty much tackled everything yeah yeah it shows it just so much better in person yeah yeah exactly no you get so much more out yeah. yeah we were actually lucky that we didn't because i had some zoom meetings that had atrocious lag so i'm grateful that like the, the, the recording we did last week there was a little moment but like that was it yeah um i've got that some zoom meetings where like you couldn't call them a meeting they were just no. lagging for half an hour and eventually you give up and just pretend that you know what they're saying <laughs> like, oh my oh. god we've all been there <laughs> Just be like, oh yeah, definitely, because you don't want to admit that their connection is clearly worse than yours. <laughs> what do you mean, definitely? I just said, what are your views on Russia invading Ukraine? <laughs> like, I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I want to, you know, give you guys... Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, um, my family back home. My dad's family. So I did speech therapy for eight years. Are we still you rolling? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. No, this is interesting. <laughs> we'll wrap it up with something you casual. Yeah. Take notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did speech therapy for eight years. Do you, do you know that? Yeah, I told yeah. You that? yeah, that, yeah. That's why you speak so properly. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. I did speech therapy for eight years because my mom was concerned because I had the same problem my dad's entire family have, which is basically that their tongues don't slither when they speak. Their tongues don't move; they just stay flat. So they literally talk like this. Um, and if for some reason it gets worse when they get older, um, especially when you don't have teeth. When you don't have teeth, especially when you lo- yeah when you lose your teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Jesus, if you have, if you have that problem, also don't have teeth. You're gonna be pretty inaudible. <laughs> um, but um, for some reason it gets worse when they, when you get older. Was, I just the zoom lag thing reminded me because like sometimes I'm having conversation with my gra- with my granddad and he'll be like, like "What was that, granddad?" I'm asking him to repeat himself three, four times. Won't understand them. So then she'll just go, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and perfect. For, <laughs> I couldn't have a fucking clue what I'm saying yes to. You know what I mean? He could be like, <clears throat> that was so tragic when your grandmother died, wasn't it? And I'd be like, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's a great idea? <laughs> Sorry, Grant? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if we put that into part to practice, that would be I think that ideal. would be really good. Yeah, yeah. you just try to give <laughs> the most vaguest response. That already happened to <laughs> No, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but um, definitely. <laughs> All right, yeah. Thanks for wrap it up there. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Thank and you very much. Yeah, see you next week. See ya.